This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield, Ward White. And good afternoon. Welcome. Welcome to game time. This is a Monday edition of the program. Tom Barfield, Edward White. We're glad you're with us as we get ready to roll through a uh, Monday afternoon. Got a lot of things that we're going to get to today. And uh, we, uh, we're ready to go here on this Monday we're uh, we're efforting the Ranger game here in the studio, uh, so <laughs> we're trying to get the Ranger game on there. Last time I checked, they're in they're in extra innings, and it's a four four ball game. Last time I checked, so I I, I don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll find out. Anyway, a couple of minutes after four four oh two, and uh, thanks for turning on ESPN Central Texas. A lot of things to do here today, and we're going to talk some Baylor football. We're going to talk some Cowboy football. Uh, Bryce Cherry, the Waco Tribune, Harold's going to join us, and uh, we'll also uh, we'll also visit with Jay Black of the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. So uh, we'll have that for you on the program today. So we uh, we're <laughs> we're efforting here, but Ward, how are you today? Welcome to Monday. You know what it is today. I was okay till the TV got me. Yeah, you know what today is. Monday. It's Monday, but it's it's Monday game up. week. Game week. It is game week. And, uh, man, it's exciting stuff. Ward is getting ready for Temple and Westlake. I'm getting ready for West Mesquite and Waco. So, uh, look forward to it. it it's, I, I'm excited. I, I mean, there's something about opening day, and I don't care what sport it is, but there's something about opening day, Ward, and, and it's exciting stuff. It is. There's nothing better. There's nothing better than the first game of the season, getting ready and hearing walking into the stadium and everybody with the band starting to file in, the fans start filing in. You get the pregame out there. It's 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 a special time, and we're we're there. We're to that week. So now it's it's time to start prepping and uh, and getting ready and looking forward to to seeing what's. uh, What's 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 going to happen here as uh, we get ready for football 2021? Now, one thing I will tell you, and we're going to get into it a little bit today. Thank you very much. That's good. Uh, there is a lot, and I do mean a lot, of COVID situations. You've got, well, yeah. you got Cam Newton who's on uh, on a protocol, uh, but there are coaches that have that have it. There are players that are have that have it in, in all sports. I mean. Uh, there's two or three Texas Rangers that uh, that are that are that are suffering from COVID. I, I, where are we as we get ready to go into this football season? That's what's kind of scary to me. Could we have? Could we have? Heaven forbid, but could we have some kind of shutdown, or could we could we get into where we're not allowing the stadiums to be? Full? I mean, I don't know. I certainly hope not. But I was just I was just talk, thinking about that. Uh, where are we with COVID twenty twenty one? I don't know. I, it's it's a great question because of the fact that you know we keep looking up and things start bouncing around a little bit. A couple of the Cowboys, Dan Quinn, had to miss the game on Saturday yeah. because of COVID protocols, and so uh, he had to leave the stadium about thirty minutes before the game uh, kicked off on Saturday. So, uh, and you mentioned the Texas Rangers. There's a couple of them that are in COVID protocols now. Um, I I I don't know. I don't know if we're going to spin all of a sudden and be in a situation where they limit crowds again. They do some other things. I it it's 
it's um it's not where it was before yet but it's starting to trend in a bad direction right and i think maybe because of a different strand and and we're we're trying to figure that out i i don't know uh I, I, but every time I turn around, I'm like, okay, where are we with this? Where are we going? What's it, what's what's going to be what's going to be the end result when it comes to sports and sporting events? Uh, I it, and and I know that I'm selfish when I say this, but I think we need sporting events. Well, I do too. I mean, you know, it, I it, think last year proved that. It yeah, it's it. We need it for the psyche, mm-hmm. and we need mm-hmm. it for the financial reasons as well. Yeah, absolutely. You know, these, these small towns, the mom-and-pops restaurants, they, they need Friday night football. They need people to come eat at, you know, their table and get right. ready for a game. I mean, you know, the economy needs it, and, you know, I think we need a, we need it as, as sports fans to be able to go to games and enjoy it. And, you know, again, it needs to be safe, but I, I think, you know, you're right. It, it needs to – it needs to come to fruition because all we heard this summer is, oh, boy, thank goodness, we're going to have everybody in the stands. We're going to mm-hmm. have uh, everybody here. And you even heard it from some of the players in preseason in the NFL. How great is it to look up and see the stands with people in it? I mean, you know, that's that's something that, that they've talked about. So to all of a sudden have this and if they backtrack and say, hey, well, it's not safe to have a full stadium, I, I think that's going to – it's going to be very disappointing for a lot of people. I, I don't think there's any doubt, uh, and, and it's going to it's going to have a a negative effect financially as well as you pointed out. I yeah, mean, yeah, this, a huge negative financially. And it's not just the stadium; it's the stadium employees, it's the restaurants, it's the hotels, it's the gas station. It's a trickle down effect. Sure, it is. When you don't have ball games, absolutely. And I don't care. If we're talking about a Division One college football town, or if we're talking about a six-man football town, it's a trickle-down effect. Sure, it is. Absolutely, and that's what I was talking about Friday night. I mean, you know, there's a lot of places that Friday night the sidewalks roll up and everybody goes to the game. Last well, they, one out. They, you know, turn the lights off and you go to the game. Well, you you also when you get there, you know of the best place in that town to eat, and you go by there and you eat, or you tailgate, you know. And, mm-hmm. you know, last year, even at Baylor, there was no tailgating. Uh, you, you couldn't have a lot of that. There was a, a little bit of it, but not like not like previous years. It was limited. We did the tailgate show from inside the stadium. Yes, because of protocols. Right, and there was no real reason to be out in the parking lot because there was nobody there. Right. So – we did the Baylor tailgate show from the concourse. Yeah, there was a few, but they limited it to what you could right. have out there. There's nothing like years previous. So, you know, that, that was part of it. All right. So, were you surprised that Dave Aranda made the announcement on the starting quarterback? No, I'm not surprised at all. I think it's something that needed to be done. Um, and, you know, I guess that he felt like that uh, after the scrimmage on Saturday that Bohannon made a step forward and, and took what, you know, you've been talking about for the past week or two, you know, somebody step forward and take the job. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think he felt like that he saw enough out of Bohannon that he felt like he stepped forward and took the job. And, I you know, I think that you you need to make, you know, everybody aware, hey, this is our guy. Here's who we're going to roll with. If, if for nobody – he didn't have to make it to the media at any stretch of the imagination. No. 
but he needed to make it to the team, in my opinion. Absolutely. And, and you know, I, I was listening to uh, – I, I forget what program I was listening to, but they were talking about a lot, in a lot of situations, the team will make the decision for you, who they naturally just kind of migrate to right. and, and rally around and, sure. and kind of say, hey, you know, not with verbal words, but just, you know, through their actions, hey, this is the guy that we think is going to be – the guy to lead us, well, you know, and that's part of it. Well, you, you got a guy back there, and you can watch the offense or watch the defense, whoever the leader of that is, and when that person's in the game, there's a different spring in their step. There's a different kind of attitude, the way they break the huddle, the way they get to the line of scrimmage, the way they do things. You can tell who that leader is in, in most cases. And it now allows – Dave Aranda, Jeff Grimes, Sean Bell, it allows those guys – because, hey, look, everybody has different personality, different personality traits, different strengths and weaknesses. So they can now start to take the, Jeff Grimes' offense and start taking the, the, the strengths of his offense and tailor it around, around Bohannon. What does he do well – within the offense what does he struggle with within the offense a either let's work on that or b let's don't let's let's just take it out we we, we may not need that let's go with let's go with what he does well within the confines of our offense and they can now start doing that and and, and, and kind of tailor the offense to him right well yeah i mean i'm sure they were already doing that in a certain extent i mean you you have certain packages that you know that this is going to work really well uh, and then there's some things that yeah, we want this in there, but we need to work on it a little bit. Right. And so – This know, is I, not his strength. we yeah. got to get better here. Yeah, and I, I don't think that that has anything to do with who your starting quarterback is per se with the coaching staff, but you can narrow down what you're working on in practice. You're exactly right by knowing this is what we're going to do. Now we can start putting the game plan together because here's what we can do with this guy, and we're going to be able to move forward a little bit. I, I now, was, and, and again, by naming him and getting it out to the media, that has nothing to do with that, but it, it does help you as a coaching staff, and it helps the whole team start kind of going, okay, instead of sitting around going, well, you know, it, especially player-wise, coaches probably, they may have had an idea a week and a half ago of who that was going to be mm -hmm. in their mind, or who they wanted it to be in their mind. And so they had kind of a an idea, a chart up on the board. Here's here's what you're talking about. The strengths and the minuses of quarterback A, the strengths and the minuses of quarterback B. Here's what we can do when this guy's in the game. Here's what we can do when this guy's in the game. But the biggest factor of being able to name that quarterback is now the players know. And, you know, I don't care if the media knows or not. Yeah, sure, as a media guy, I want to know, and a fan, you want to know too. Sure. And that's part of it. But more importantly – that locker room. That locker room knows, mm -hmm. and that's what the most important aspect of it all is. I, I was just, I was just, it, it, when and, I was, when and they can avoid all the questions now of who's the starting quarterback, right? Who's are, the are you quarterback? Close. And, and, and I'm, we're going to get to that here in a minute. Uh, but one of the things that I was thinking about, let's say quarterback A is really more comfortable sprinting out and getting outside the tackle box to throw the football, mm -hmm. where quarterback B may be, you know, he may be right at home in the pocket. Right. So you. That's what I was talking about, tailoring to their specific strengths and weaknesses. Right. So, And you hope you don't have – in a perfect world, you hope you don't have to do that, right? Because you want A and B 
to be able to do both. C to when they come in the game, if they have to come in, you don't want to go, uh oh, what's our script for this guy? Yeah. You know, what's the game plan when this guy's in? Because we can't roll out or we can't drop straight back or we can't run the speed option or the things like that. You want A and B to be close enough together where it doesn't change your game plan, and that's what you hope for. Right, but in some cases it does. Some cases it does. Some cases a guy's just not capable of doing that. But, again, right. you you don't want to catch yourself in that situation. So, Friday after practice, now this is before the scrimmage and before the weekend announcement. Friday after practice, Dave Aranda talked about what camp looked like to him. Ben, um, I've really enjoyed our team. I've enjoyed the, the staff. I've enjoyed you know, the process. I've really, um, I think, gotten to know guys uh, better and um, both, you know, off the field, but really on the field too, in terms of skill sets and um, strengths and weaknesses. And um, it's been exciting kind of uh, catering and playing to those strengths. Um, here coming up, we've, we've got to really hone down on um, negating some of those weaknesses, but I'm excited about the team. I think, you know, they're all in, and um, there's a great uh, great brotherhood, so excited. That's uh, Dave Aranda talking about, uh, talking about uh, the, the camp and, and what went on in camp and where, and where they're at. And Dave Aranda continued to talk about what happened through the first couple of weeks. The scrimmage is going to be a big piece to that. And then I think, you know, afterwards uh, – finding roles for guys and um, uh, finalizing depth charts. You know, this next week will be a mock game week. And so we'll take them, you know, school start. So we'll take them through, you know, um, what a, a Monday looks like, a Tuesday, so on and so forth. And then we'll have a mock game, uh, you know, next Saturday, different situations and guys subbing on and off. And, you know, a guy goes down, who goes in and all that. And so, um, you know, we'll get them on that kind of rhythm of what a game week looks like. And, you know, obviously our first opponent will be introduced as well during that week. So it won't be all, you know, Baylor versus Baylor, which we've had quite a bit of that. And so um, to do those things, we have to have our roster set. And so this is, um, this is that time. I mean, he just told you right there on Friday night that he needed to – he felt like he needed to – put the depth chart together so they can go about doing a game week this week, which I think is a great idea. Well, yeah, you have to. You have to go through what you do on Monday night. You have to go through what you do on Tuesday night, Wednesday night, so it becomes a, you know, athletes are creatures of habit mm -hmm. as, as much as anybody else on the planet, and they have to go back. You you disrupt an athlete in, in a creature of habit way, you disrupt everything that they're trying to get accomplished. And so you do those things over and over again. So it all looks the same, and when they come out, you know, on Saturday, they'll go through their, you know, how they, what what unit goes out. All right, kickers, snappers, and returners, you go out at this time. Quarterbacks and receivers, you go out at this time. Then you get, you know, linebackers and DBs, you go out at this time. Linemen, you go out at this time. They all hit the field at different times during warm-ups. Then you all come together, and this time we're going to, at this time we're all going to come together and stretch. Then we're going to break up into units. Then we're going to come together as a team. Then here we kick the field goal, and we go back in, and we come back for introductions. All that's scripted out, and they'll go through every bit of that so it becomes a simple process for them. So they're not running around in a fire drill on Saturday. They're doing it and not thinking about it. Absolutely. 
It's Absolutely. just like running a play, isn't it? Yeah, and, and it'll be on the board every Saturday. When you, if you walk into a locker room, you'll see, you know, first group out, and it's mm-hmm. kickers and punters and returners, and you'll see what time they go out, and then you'll see the next line, and then what time they go out, and what time they go out. So, you know, they, they have to go through all that. And what he's talking about going in, if somebody gets injured, then they'll say, you know, on the depth chart, who's number two? You got to get in there. You know, you start hollering for them. They got to get into the game kicking game you got to make sure everybody knows where they're supposed to be in the kicking game and if somebody and here's where you have all kinds of trouble you know it's not hard offensively and defensively to know who the number two is and make sure that they're ready to get in the game if somebody goes down but here's where it becomes tricky on the sidelines and I may be pulling the curtain way too far back and people don't care but if you have the punt team and say Joe goes down on the punting team. Well, who's his backup? He better know because when they call punt, 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 get out on the field and you look up and, and there's he's not under a, the tent. Yeah, and there's not a right tackle yeah. out there because Joe is out and the number two. Who's the number two guy? You gotta you gotta practice that. You gotta practice getting him out of there. Well, as complex as football is now, you gotta practice personnel packages for your four-minute offense, your two-minute offense. Mm-hmm. All of those things have yeah, got – absolutely. Goal-line defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, it sure, all looks different. It, absolutely it does. And and, there's and, different personnel in every aspect. And when it gets – and don't think it doesn't get confusing on a sideline. Oh, it does. It, it can be – there can be all kinds of stuff going on on, on a sideline. Sure. And, and, you, and you just got to be in tune with what's going on. And that's why, you, you know, you have to have – guys on the sidelines that that's their responsibility you know your special teams coordinator will have an assistant that watches and if somebody goes down he goes and finds the second teamer and goes and finds hey man you're on punt now or hey man you're on kickoff now be ready because so and so is down you got to get you got to be ready stay alert well and and then to to that same degree and i know that and you're like you're you're right (laughs) we may be pulling the curtain back a little but when it's third down that same guy's probably want, wandering up and down the sideline. Hey, be ready. Hey, be ready. Well, that's exactly what he's doing. Yeah, that's exactly what he's supposed to do. So there's there's all kinds of punt moving team. Parts. Be ready and get down here with with me. Right. Because if we have to punt next play, I want all of you right there, and you start counting helmets. And as as detailed as Dave Aranda is, he'll script all that in, in that Saturday scrimmage. Oh yeah, he will Absolutely. have all that's, that. That's what he's talking about. Right. Having those substitutions because somebody's down on a kicking game and and making sure that. The number two's ready. The number three's ready. Who goes in at this time? He'll have all that out there, and he'll he'll try to he'll try to pull a fast one on them just to make sure that everybody pays attention. All right, so there you go. The, so you you have your starting quarterback, and now it's time to go to work. You got two weeks to get ready for Texas State and the Bobcats on the road. So uh, let's see how things go over the next couple of weeks for Dave Aranda and the Baylor Bears. It is a 421. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2021. Prescott in the gun. They blitz. Only heard here. Deep ball by Prescott. Man all alone at the goal line. CD Lamb. All season. 43 yards. A touchdown and a touchdown dance. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Live from AT&T Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Don't miss the Cowboys in Jacksonville Sunday at 11 on ESPN Central Texas. 
This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Get ready for a warm evening once again here across Central Texas. We'll see clear skies with low temperatures falling to 75 degrees. It'll be mostly sunny and humid tomorrow, high of 98 with a heat index of 103. And same story on Wednesday with mostly sunny skies, a high of 98 with a heat index of 103. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any change. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at pioneerboys.com. Feel like you're missing out on the Fiesta? You don't have to. La Fiesta Restaurant is open with dine-in seating, drive-through, and delivery. Now, you can get the famous Purple Margarita to go, or delivered with any food purchase. La Fiesta makes dinner a lot easier with family pack of fajitas, enchiladas, and tacos. Order online or call ahead and get any of your La Fiesta favorites at LaFiesta.com. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Stop by downtown Town in Waco at Way Cool Tacos and Union Food Hall. Way Cool Tacos, located corner of Franklin and 8th Street. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. It's music to our ears. Just listen to Deidre. I would tiptoe out of bed because the pain would shoot up my heels. When I went to the Good Feet store, they allowed me to try on the arch supports and I started sobbing because I had no pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with good feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet Store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. The offensive line was intact for the first time, and Cooper Rush made a case for himself at backup quarterback with two long drives ending in touchdown passes, but the Cowboys still fell to the Texans 20-14 in the dress rehearsal. Monday night football returns tonight as Jacksonville is at New Orleans. Kickoff is at 7 o'clock on ESPN. The Bader Bears have QB1. The Bears announced yesterday that Gary Bohannon is the starting quarterback going into the season opener with Texas State. The Houston Astros take the series with the Mariners over the weekend 2-1. Astros start a series with the Royals tonight, 7-10 first pitch. Yesterday's game between the Texas Rangers and the Boston Red Sox was postponed because of the tropical storm. That game will be made up this afternoon and you can hear it on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, stand by. Now from the Allen Samuel Studios. It's 424. Welcome back into the program. This is Game Time presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Fiat, our 4 o'clock hour service at Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace. Tom Ward and Aaron, we're glad you're with us. All right, Ward, let's continue talking about quarterbacks, but uh, now let's move it up a level and let's talk about the NFL quarterbacks and what's going on with the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, man, I don't know about you, but I didn't – and I'll be honest – I just couldn't make myself watch a ton of that. Uh, I, I'm sorry I couldn't uh, on Saturday night. But what I did watch, I, I'm, I'm convinced that they do not have – well, let, let me just say this. If, if they had to name a second-team quarterback today, I, 
I think they'd have to name Cooper Rush. I don't think Garrett Gilbert has performed at the level that they need him to perform at. I I, I couldn't agree with you more. I don't I don't know that they have the answer at backup quarterback. I just I'm and this and, one and this again, one wasn't about hey they didn't have their guys. I mean it was it no, was a makeshift this no. and a makeshift. No, it wasn't. No, it it was Garrett Gilbert held on to the ball too long. He missed his targets. He you know there was there was a lot wrong with what Garrett Gilbert did in that football game. Uh, Cooper Rush, he was okay, um, but uh, again, he's going against the Texans twos. Which I mean, they're not very good either. Texans are not a good Texans football team. Texans ones aren't very good. Yeah, they're <laughs> not a very good football team. Um, so you know, you you can take that for what it's worth. Ten to twelve for ninety-seven yards and mm-hmm. two touchdowns. I mean, that that looks okay on the stat sheet, but you also have to look at, yeah, but I, I'm not real sure that he had command of the offense like you want your number two to have command of the offense. Now, Ben DiNucci, I'm sorry, that guy, I, I'm surprised he he wasn't cut by Sunday or Monday, and and look, I, I'm not in the film room. I'm not there with the coaching staffs in the meetings, so I don't know what's going on there. But to me, it just seems like he's taking a woeful step back every time he hits the field. You know, if you throw three interceptions in a preseason game, that's that tells me all I need to know that this guy just is not – it's not clicking for him right now. So, to me, I, I don't know that they have their backup guy, but, yeah, you're right, Cooper Rush – made a case for himself as taking over at least that second spot in my mind right now. So if if our CNC collision center text line is 254-662-1660, 254-662-1660. I'm curious from a fan perspective, you guys watched, I hope. Uh I'm sorry I didn't. Uh not not enough. <laughs> but I mean who who would if 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 Heaven forbid, but if Dak can't go Thursday against Tampa and, and there's nobody else on that on that roster, who would you pencil into the starting lineup? Who would you pencil in? I, I'm telling you right now, I think I'm penciling in Cooper Rush. I I hate to tell you that, but I think after what I saw on Saturday, I tend to lean that direction as well. But I you know, I think you can chalk it up as it's not gonna be good. No, exactly. It's not going to be good with him in there, and you know, I, I don't know if if something was wrong with Garrett Gilbert, or if he just had an an awful day, or you know, getting stepped on on the second play just completely melted him down. I I don't know what happened. I I felt like coming into this game that he was much better than he was on Saturday, and Saturday he was not good at all. Well, and here's the thing, and I know, and you you talk about it all the time. You're not in meeting rooms. We're not in there. We're not, you know, we weren't we weren't in Oxnard with them every day, and and we're not, you know, we're not invited to uh, to the start. But you know, we what? don't get to sit there and watch practice and watch film and everything. You know, all, me, everything else. But they for got. me, I don't care. Yeah. I mean, there's three there's three tests. They've had three tests, mm-hmm. and I don't think Garrett Gilbert has passed any of the three tests. You may disagree, but I don't think. In any of the three games that they've played, that you, you walk away and go, you know, and I know they're not game plan. I get all that. But do you ever walk away and go, you know what, we're, we're all right at backup quarterback. We're okay. No, I don't feel we, that we way. We got Garrett Gilbert. We're, you know, if Dak goes down, we're okay. No, I don't, I don't feel that way right now. And we look, can get through the game. I mean, you know, we're, we'll worry about next week, next week. But we're okay. We can get through the game. I, I don't feel that way. Not, 
not after what I saw on Saturday. Now, look, you got another preseason game to go, and and maybe they see something else where they they he can he can drive the bus without running up on the curb, <laughs> and that's all you need at backup right now. Again, I'll go back to what I've said before. If that goes down for a long extended period of time, it's donezo for this team anyway. No matter who you got back there, I, I just I feel like that there's there's not anybody that you could plug in and say, hey, we feel good. We can get through five or six games and still be in the running, as even as bad as the East is. If Dak's out for a prolonged period of time, which, look, I'm not convinced that Dak's 100% ready to go anyway. I mean, it still makes me think that there's maybe a little bit more to this Dak Prescott thing than, than they're peeling the curtain back, which, you know, I don't blame them. But – the fact that he threw 50 balls the other day, does that do anything for you? I I I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. It just it's it's very strange that he's not gonna take any now look, he didn't take any preseason snaps last year either. But he also lasted three games. So, you know, you take that for what it's worth. I I don't think that they have a guy that they could feel like if there's going to be a two- or three-game stretch that they have to get through without Dak Prescott, I don't feel like that any one of these three, you can walk onto the field and go, we're good. We're golden. We're going to make this work. Latest report says that Dak is – well, all signs point to him being ready September the 9th. Right. That's what, that's what they're saying. All signs right now. He threw 50 or so passes uh, that were supervised by McCarthy. Yeah. prior to the Houston game. Uh, now, they haven't decided whether or not they're going to work him back into drills this week. That's the thing that concerns me right now. He hasn't done any team drills. He hasn't right. done any seven-on-seven seven or anything like that since this injury. He He's thrown the ball, but he hasn't done any team drills or seven-on-seven. Seven. That's where it right. gets concerning to me. Now, the competitive drills that you're yes. talking about. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and they haven't decided that. But uh, they are, I think, going to ramp up his throwing again this week. And, uh, you know, and, and I'm with you. I, I Because let's be honest, if he was good to go, I don't think they could keep him out of there. He's well, that kind of guy. Well, yeah, and, and I, I don't need to see him in a preseason game, but I'd like to see him in some team drills or, or some seven-on-seven seven in practice. Yeah, that, that's exactly what I'm talking about. I, I think you would see him in some of those drills, but – We'll find out on September the 9th, won't we? Yeah. Uh, and, again, it just goes back to that backup quarterback situation. Are you comfortable with what uh, what they have, re- you know, it ready to go in no. case he's not ready to go? No, not, not, not at all. All right, it is uh, 4.32. Coming up in a few minutes, we're going to jump in and we're going to get Jay Black in here. and We're going to talk to Jay and, and visit with him about what's going on as far as uh, a uh, – the uh, Texas Sports Hall of Fame and their August induction ceremonies that are coming up at the end of the uh, well, see uh, this weekend. So we'll uh, we'll do that here uh, coming up uh, in just a few minutes. But right now, I want to talk about Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers, eighteen ten Herring. My goal was to get there today. It didn't happen. We're gonna put it right back on the list for maybe tomorrow. Uh, man, what just a great place to go for lunch. The best burgers in Waco. They got. You know, it, again, it's it's a situation where they're not going to cook your meal until you order your meal. So you're going to have a fresh hamburger or 
grilled steak, uh, grilled uh, chicken sandwich or a chicken fried steak sandwich or a Philly cheese steak sandwich. Whatever you order, you're going to have it, and it's going to get cooked when you order it and to your specifications. You may want you may want all the condiments on there, uh, including mustard, mayonnaise, and ketchup. I mean, that's your business. You can have it any way you want it, and uh, you can certainly do that at Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. And, of course, they do a, a great job of catering. You can check with uh, with uh, Perry or David and get that done. And uh, and you can also call in your orders. If, if you're in a hurry and you want to go through the drive-thru, you can certainly do that. 753-1603 is the phone number, 753-1603. It is Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. Uh, hey, you know what? Let's make plans to be there tomorrow. Recently on the Matt Mosley Show. Brent Zorneman joining us right now from the Houston Chronicle. I then sought out Commissioner Greg Sankey, you know, and, and uh, found him on Red Radio Road down there. And he looked at me like, where did you hear that? You know, and <laughs> and then uh, essentially he said, well, you know, rumors have been swirling. And then he said, yeah, no comment. You know, that because and at that point, you know, then we're trying to get uh, reaction from, from especially Texas and then, and then OU. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing. Lender. Get ready, get set, go. Run, don't walk to Waco's newest sidewalk obstacle courses. Fun for the whole family. Get active visiting each unique obstacle course at three local parks. You can find our new community-inspired sidewalk obstacle courses at the Bledsoe Miller, Dewey, and South Waco Park, right next to the playground area. Get outside, get active, and most of all, have fun. This message is brought to you by Live Well Waco and the Waco McLennan County Public Health District. For more information, visit us on the Live Well Waco Facebook page. Why do business with UBO Business Solutions? It's simple. 94% first-time fix rate means that 94% of the time when our technician leaves your office, your device is back to full functionality. All systems installed and serviced by UBO have operating levels above 99%. We accomplish this through expert technicians and preventative maintenance. Since 2004, 97% customer retention means we are taking care of our clients. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. The offensive line was intact for the first time, and Cooper Rush made a case for himself at backup quarterback with two long drives ending in touchdown passes, but the Cowboys still fell to the Texans 20-14 in the dress rehearsal. Monday night football returns tonight as Jacksonville is at New Orleans. Kickoff is at 7 o'clock on ESPN. The Bader Bears have QB1. The Bears announced yesterday that Gary Bohannon is the starting quarterback going into the season opener with Texas State. The Houston Astros take the series with the Mariners over the weekend, 2-1. Astros start a series with the Royals tonight, 7-10 first pitch. Yesterday's game between the Texas Rangers and the Boston Red Sox was postponed because of the tropical storm. That game will be made up this afternoon, and you can hear it on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. 
It's 437. Welcome back into the program. And remember, if you miss any of the program, you can go to CentexSportsFan.com. That's CentexSportsFan.com. Everything we have, everything, all of the uh, audio that we uh, that we have for you is in a podcast there on uh, Central Texas, uh, CentexSportsFan.com. All right, uh, let's uh, welcome in to the program from the Texas Sports Hall of Fame, uh, our good friend Jay Black. Jay, good afternoon. How are you? Good afternoon. How are we doing today? It's a wonderful day. You know what it is, Jay? It's game week. It's game week. That's right. Uh, high school football starting up, uh, and we've got a, got, a, got a little event of our own coming up on Saturday. I would say you do, and let's talk about that. I mean, what a list of athletes that are going to be inducted into the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. I mean, this is, this is a who's who when it comes to Texas high school athletics. Yeah, you know, you'd think at some point we would run out and, and kind of like have to settle for maybe a mediocre class. We've been doing this for like 60 years, but uh, that's not the case. I mean, we've got Olympians and, you know, world champions and uh, some of the couple of the greatest women basketball players ever to hit a court. And uh, I, I tell you, we're, we're, we're just blessed in this state with, being able to celebrate all kind of great talent. Jay, you mentioned that you, 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 you've done this for a while, and, and I think what's happened, and correct me if I'm wrong, athletes recognize just the significance and the importance of the Texas Sports Hall of Fame, and, and they're eager to, to, to participate once they've been contacted. Yeah, you know, when we first moved to Waco in the early 90s, we would have to explain first where Waco was at, you know, what the Hall of Fame was, some of the other people who were inducted. And, uh, you know, we're at a point now where, where we just tell them the date and, and you know, we're fortunate that they are changing their schedules and, and they are, you know, moving vacations around to be able to come to our event, which, uh, which, which you know, that, that means a lot. Jay, talk a little bit about uh, the date. Uh, th- it's interesting that you are doing it at the end of August, and, and that's typically not when the ceremony takes place. Right. Um, well, you know, with, with the whole pandemic thing, you know, this is probably like the third or fourth day we've had. We, we just kept, you know, working on contingency plans back when, you know, things were, were shut down last year, so so – uh, you know, on Saturday's banquet, we're actually combining the class of 2020 and with, with some folks from the class of 2021. So, so we're gonna we're gonna honor nine people. And next March on the 12th, I believe, we're we're gonna kind of get back to our regular schedule and, and have the class of 2022. As far as this class is concerned, uh, you mentioned it, but uh, you've got football players, you, you've got basketball players, you've got Olympians. You've, you've got a little bit of everything that it, from people who have represented the state of Texas. Right. I mean, Shane Leckler, arguably one of the greatest punters in NFL history. Uh, you know, you got DeMarcus Ware, the great cowboy sack master. You know, I just picked up some stuff from, from his folks up here in Dallas today for, for his, his exhibit. Super excited to, to meet him, kind of hear his story on Saturday. Uh, you know, the great Sophia Young, Teresa Weatherspoon. Uh, you know, Teresa Weatherspoon grew up in East Texas, but she made arguably one of the greatest shots in uh, WNBA history. You know, uh, was an Olympian. Uh, you know, Michelle Carter, I'm fixing to, to, to go 
to her house in a few minutes and, and pick up some things from her career. And, uh, you know, one of the greatest shot putters in, in Olympic history and, and probably would have had a chance except for an injury of, you know, winning medals again in the in the uh, Tokyo Olympics here. And I was just thinking about this. It was just a couple of weeks ago or whatever the case may be that Charlie Waters was was presenting Cliff Harris for induction into the NFL Hall of Fame, and, and now Charlie's going into our Hall of Fame, the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. Pretty cool deal. Yeah, yeah. We don't we don't use presenters, uh, but if we did, Cliff Harris is coming. He'll be in the crowd to support his good friend Charlie Waters. But 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 yeah, you know, and uh, I don't know. It, it's just just a special night, and uh, one of the cool things that we're going to do this year, we're going to open up the news conference. So anybody that has a reception ticket uh, to the event is going to going to be able to sit in and listen to. Some of the media from around the state, uh, you know, ask questions. And, you, you know, the average sports fan, you know, you can tour the stadium, you can do a lot of behind-the-scenes things, but one thing that, that you really can't do is sit in on these post-game and pre-game news conferences. So so, so we're going to open that up to our, to our guests on Saturday. As far as the banquet itself, are there tickets still available, Jay? You know, I checked on that this morning. We're actually sold out. We've got like 85 tables, um, so, so we're we are not selling any more tickets at this point. But you know, a lot of a lot of businesses around town have supported us for for a while. So so you know, if you're in Waco, I'm sure you know somebody that that has a table. Maybe they've got an extra couple of tickets that that, that, that you know that you can you can come see us. Well, it, it should be a lot of fun. It's coming up Saturday night at the Texas Sports. Hall of Fame, the induction banquet. And, uh, man, uh, look forward to it. Jay, thanks so much for your time, and, and best of luck with the, with the banquet uh, this Saturday night. You bet. Thanks. Y'all have a good day. Talk to you soon. That is Jay Black from the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. Uh, Ward, he's done a ter- tremendous job with uh, working there. I mean, he was there with Steve Fallon for a long time, and then he elevated to that top, top position, and he has done a uh, tremendous job. I was just looking at this list. Yeah, he mentioned DeMarcus Ware. Derek Johnson, our Waco's own Derek Johnson, mm-hmm. is going to be inducted. We'll try to get Derek on the program uh, sometime this week. But Derek Johnson will be on the on the uh, uh, will be inducted into the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. It just doesn't get much better than that. No, that's that's outstanding. Sophia Young is going to be mm-hmm. uh, inducted, so it, it will have a a Waco flair. You Cowboy fans, DeMarcus Ware, Charlie Waters, as we mentioned, so it, it really is a a cool event. So. Uh, look forward to it. Hope it. Uh, I hope that it, it goes really well. And then, you know, as he mentioned, then maybe back in in March it'll kind of get back on the, uh, on the uh, on the regular schedule and the regular routine. So there you go. All right, uh, it is four forty four. We're sixteen away from uh, five o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. And let's talk about uh, Circle Drug. They're at thirty two eleven Robinson Drive. That's the corner of Garden and Highway 77 or Garden and Robinson Drive. Locally owned, independent pharmacy. It's your one-stop shop for all your pharmacy and pharmaceutical needs and medical supply needs as well. They offer free delivery to your home or to your office. Uh, They have uh, diabetic testing supplies. They have walkers and wheelchairs, prescription compounding, diabetic shoes and inserts. Uh, They've got uh, CBD products, and, of course, they do vaccines as well. And it really is a personal touch that they provide. And I can't explain it. I mean, all I can tell you is when I walk in there, 
I, I don't feel – sometimes you walk into a place, Ward, as you know, you kind of feel intimidated. You're like, mm-hmm. I, I don't get what's going on. But not there. They're going to make you feel feel right at home. And, and, and that they kind of gives you that old-fashioned uh, pharmacy feel to it. But, I mean, it, it really is that type of place where – where Steve Everett and all the all the folks at uh, at Circle Drug do a, a great job of just making you feel like you're one of the family, and and that's kind of the feel you get, and you know, and then they they make sure that they're available for you. They're open Monday through Friday, nine to six, and then on Saturdays from nine until two o'clock. I told you the other day I went and got a, a prescription at one forty something, and, and, and you know. They were open. I'm like, holy smokes, because I was out, <laughs> O-U-T out of some stuff. And, and thank goodness they were open. And a lot of places aren't aren't open, uh, you know, maybe till noon on Saturday or whatever. But they're open till 2 o'clock for you uh, for your convenience. It's Circle Drug. Check them out today. They're at 3211 Robinson Drive. And tell them we sent you by. Baylor football lives here. Slipping one man. It's Snead. He's go. into the end zone. Wow, what a move. Shotgun. He's pressured, and he's down. Hit by Bernard. He's ready. Pass is caught. Touchdown, Bears. Pass intercepted. This will be a pick six into the end zone. Oh, he's got Abner for a touchdown. Listen all season long on your home for Bears football. ESPN Central Texas. Walking into a gym can be very intimidating and uncomfortable. Mobile Muscle can help. The importance of your health is something you can't put a price on. It's a new year, which means God is giving you the opportunity to start fresh. Life is busy and times are different. With my workout program, I customize a plan that will work specifically for you and come to you. No gym membership wasted. No workout equipment needed. No excuses. I'm Matt Cunningham, and I'm Mobile Muscle. Give me a call or text today, and let's kickstart this year off the right way. 254-716-5174. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. Combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. When you bought your home, it was a big and emotional investment. The last thing you want to discover is termites or any wood-destroying insect causing damage. At 855-BUGS, we understand the value of a safe home, and we want to protect you and your loved ones from all the pests that live in hidden places. Let us ensure your home is protected with a full inspection, preventative treatment, and a comprehensive ongoing treatment plan to stay ahead of termites and all pests. Visit 855-BUGS.com to learn more about our promise to protect your home and family. Time now for the Ranger Roundup, brought to you by Kaleo Wealth Management Group. All right, let's uh, talk some Ranger baseball here this afternoon. As the Rangers uh, play today, Ward, it was a, a deal where they just could not play yesterday because of the, the storm that hit the East Coast. So they play today, and they end up playing bonus baseball on the get-out-of-town game. They play 11 innings. Yeah. And it didn't until, work out so until well. Until Travis Shaw came to bat. Is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he he left the yard and played it four, did he? Yes. Game-ending grand slam. Eight Thank four. you very much. Eight for your final at 11 innings. So, uh, <sighs> I, I don't know. I mean, you, we've talked about it, you know, in a million ways about where this, where this program is. 
And uh, I, I guess we need to – and I still want to get Jeff Wilson back on the program because the article last week just it still surprised me when I saw that, you know, it basically said the Rangers are going to be buyers in the offseason. And, and I didn't know that that was the plan, so we'll get him back on and we'll talk a little bit about that. But the Rangers placed three players on the COVID-19 injured list prior to the, uh, the game today at Fidway Park. Right-handed pitchers Drew Anderson, Mike Fultonevich, and infielder Brock Holt, all three placed on the, uh, on the, uh, on the COVID-19 list. Left-hander Wes Benjamin and in- infielder Curtis Terry were recalled from Round Rock and uh, are expected to be with the team uh, either prior to today's game or, or sometime during the game, or they'll catch up with them uh, when they get to Cleveland. Now, there is a third spot, obviously, on the roster, and we'll see what the Rangers elect to do with that, but they have not made that decision as of yet. Uh, the Rangers have four players actually on the COVID-19 list, including third baseman Charlie Culberson. Again, we talked about this at the top of the show, here we go with with situations where COVID nineteen is dictating on what's going on on the field and off. Yeah, it, it hit the Rangers, hit the Cowboys. It's 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 mm-hmm. hitting you know various teams out there are now placing players again on the COVID list, and so I you know I I, I hope it starts bending the other direction, but right now it's trending in the wrong direction. Now there's no question. There there's absolutely no question and. And, uh, man, I'm with you. Uh, you, would, you would hope that we can find a way to get it turned and get it going the other direction. But right now, I think you just have to figure out a way to navigate it. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and, you know, I think these leagues are, are going to allow for, you know, well, they have been, uh, you know, some flexibility in, in your roster so you, can, so you can handle this. But at the, at the collegiate level, Ward, you're, you're going to have to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, or you're going to end up forfeiting. I mean, it's that simple. I mean, that's I mean, what they, every they, league, yeah. every league's come out with that. You know, prior to, well, prior to this month. I mean, and, and the Big Twelve came out last week with it. They finally caught up, and you know, they said now, instead of moving games around, it's going to be a forfeit. The NFL mm-hmm. did the same thing too. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, are are they going to look at this and go, okay, now it's getting, it's getting too much. So we're going to have to not do the forfeit again. We're going to have to figure out how to go back like we did last year and reschedule these games because we have too many rosters that are being decimated by COVID. So uh, that's that's where the Rangers stand right now. Uh, and, again, they're on their way to Cleveland to uh, start a series with the Indians that will begin tomorrow evening at 6 o'clock, and we'll have the game right here for you on ESPN Central Texas. That is our, our – uh, Ranger Roundup. It is brought to you by Kaleo Wealth Management. Joe Kaleo and his staff do a tr- tremendous job, and you can check them out today. We'll uh, we'll step aside. We'll come right back. We've got more of game time here on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for Wake the Lions football on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, this is Tom Barkley. Inviting you to join Darren to Burrow, Coach Johnny, Johnny Tucson, me this Friday night as the Lions open the 2021 season against the Wranglers of West Mesquite High School. Our pregame show begins at 6:30, while the kickoff at 7 o'clock. Following the game, it's the Friday Night High School Football Scoreboard Show presented by Southwest Sports Medicine. All right here on ESPN Central Texas. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? 
Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. Automatic Chef Canteen is Central Texas premier break room vending service provider. Automatic Chef offers micro markets, office coffee and tea service, breakfast, lunch and dinner products, touchless vending, cashless payments, innovative technology. Let Automatic Chef Canteen design a break room that fits your specific needs. For over 50 years, Central Texas companies have relied on Automatic Chef Canteen for all their break room needs. Automatic Chef Canteen, 6900 Imperial Drive in Waco and online at automaticchefcanteen.com. It's time now for The Naked Truck, the ongoing saga of the battle to end truck nudity, presented by Pickup Outfitters. In this episode, we find Amanda and Brad on a date. Oh, Amanda, will you... Brad, I'm sorry. I just can't go out with you in this truck anymore. It's just so bare. You have nothing on this truck. But I have these subs that I bought online. Online? Really? Subwoofers are just a way for a man to make up for his lack of equipment. I, I'm going out with Justin. Oh, I know why. It's not just because he has a big dually. It's not the size of the truck that matters. You have tunes that give me a headache. Justin has running boards and a hitch to pull his boat. That's just because he goes to pick up outfitters. Maybe you should take a lesson, Brad. Will Amanda and Justin find happiness? Will Brad go to pick up outfitters? Tune in again to The Naked Truck. Brought to you by Pickup Outfitters, 220 Lake Ear Drive in Waco. Texas is open for business, and as potential customers re-emerge, now is the time to reach them. Your proud Texas business needs customers, and customers need your products and services. So let Eminem Broadcasters bring you together. Eminem has a variety of specialized radio stations, each designed to reach a specific audience. Advertising grows your business. Email today to info at mmbwaco.com or call 254-772-0930. That's 254-772-0930. All right, welcome back. This is game time here on uh, a Monday as we get ready for football. You know, it's it's interesting how this is uh, kind of developed. We started with the NFL in all of the uh, preseason games, the exhibition games. Cowboys, by the way, will play their final exhibition game on Sunday at uh, high noon. We'll have the broadcast beginning at 11 a.m. as they take on Jacksonville. So 11 a.m. right here on ESPN for the Cowboys and Jacksonville, Aaron, for their final exhibition game. High school football begins this week, and then college football 
next week. So we've kind of staggered it as we get started with the NFL and then the high school and then uh, and then college football. But it is here, and I think I think we are now. Uh, we've we've got football every weekend now until the Super, the Super Bowl, Bowl in Febu- yeah. February. So uh, get ready. <laughs> it, it it is that time as we get as we get ready to roll here, and. Uh, and it's exciting. I mean, uh, this is good stuff. We'll uh, this week we will have three games. We'll have Waco High and West Mesquite right here on ESPN Central Texas. We'll also have Temple and Austin Westlake. That'll be uh, on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas, with Ward Whites and Vince Erickson. And uh, then uh, we'll also have uh, University, uh, and they're taking on A and M Consolidated. And that'll be uh, on our uh, sister station, Star 104.9 FM. So there you go. EP, Ma- EP Garth will have that broadcast. So it uh, should be a lot of fun as we get ready. And then we'll have our Friday Night High School Football Scoreboard Show that you and Lark Smith will anchor beginning at uh, 1030 or thereabouts as soon as we wrap up our high school football uh, coverage. So uh, look forward to it. should be a lot of fun and a lot of excitement. And uh, we're uh, kind of jazzed up about uh, what we got and, and our schedule, and and uh, should be uh, you know just should be a lot of fun as we cover high school football, like no other. I mean, three 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 broadcasts, and then a scoreboard show. We also have 32, 32 coaches shows from across Central Texas on uh, ESPN Central Texas and Fox Sports Central Texas. Uh, most of our Bell County coaches shows are going to be on Fox Sports Central Texas and our high school in our. Uh, and our McLennan County shows and Hill County shows are going to be right here on ESPN Central Texas. So 32 coaches shows every week, and then three high school broadcasts and a uh, Friday night scoreboard show. That's that's what we have for you. And then, oh, by the way, then we'll have Baylor uh, in, in all of the Bears coverage on Saturday. So, all right, uh, let's welcome into the program from the Waco Tribune Herald, Bryce Cherry. Bryce, I, I know you were on hold and you were listening to all that. You guys are doing the exact same thing. I mean, it is wall-to-wall football right now, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. We are in the midst of uh, 12 straight days of, uh, you know, preview, high school preview coverage. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we've we've been blowing and going for a while now. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. It's a crazy time. What about this week for you guys? Uh, the first week out of the box. I mean, what, what's what's this week like for for you guys at the at the Waco Trib? Oh my gosh, it's it's nuts because like like you know we, I said we're wrapping up our our preview coverage, but then you're transitioning right into uh, game week. And uh, I, I say it every year: once the games get here, it's a relief. <laughs> you know, we we kind of breathe a sigh of relief because that. Uh, that preview stuff, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot that goes into that. We're talking to every team in the area, try to talk to every coach in the area. Uh, we talked to a lot of players, and and so uh, there's a lot that goes into that. But um, we certainly do enjoy it, and, uh, you know, you, you got to love high school football. Bryce, how do you all make those decisions of who's going to go where and how do you split those things up? Yeah, that's that usually falls on me. I do confer a little bit with Chad, and, and we, you know, we kind of make those calls. But uh, we look at a lot of factors. You know, we try, we do try to spread it around to a bunch of different teams over the course of the, the year, and and see as many teams as we can. Um, and you know, just 
obviously we look at things like travel and and you know good matchups. One really good matchup this week is uh, Lorena and Franklin. That's a that's a top ten matchup. So we're certainly planning on being at that one. Talking with Bryce Cherry, the Waco Trib, and and uh, Bryce, uh, let let's kind of switch gears. Uh, Dave Aranda made the announcement, uh, or somebody made the announcement that. Uh, that uh, Bohannon's going to be the, the starter. And, and I, for one, and we were talking about it earlier, I think it's it's a good decision to go ahead and get that decision made. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. Uh, as I as I see Jerry Hill here, <laughs> I'm walking. So, incidentally, you know, you do try to do life while you do the radio, too. And, uh, <laughs> I was getting my daughter her second vaccination. And uh, and I see Jerry Hill walking around. He, he heard me talking to you guys, and he just looked around like, that sounds like Bryce Sherry. Uh, uh, anyway, no, I agree with you that, you know, all along Dave Aranda said that, you know, if a clear favorite emerged, he was going to name that guy. And so that's what happened. Uh, Gary was the guy. I think it makes sense. You know, look, this isn't who killed Jimmy Hoffa. We don't have to keep it a big secret. Uh, you know, you don't have to keep it shrouded in mystery. I know a lot of coaching staffs like to do that, but it's just, you know, who your starter is. So let's, you know, let's make that call. Let's put it out there. And also I think it allows the players some time to rally around that guy to treat, start treating that QB one as the starter and as the leader of the team, as the quarterback tends to be. Do you feel like that Bo Hanlon probably just has a better comprehension of this wide zone offense that they're trying to run you know i think i i I totally think that zeno is gonna get some time this season uh so you know i think he's gonna get his chances i think you'll see both quarterbacks play um so it probably boils down to you know like you said maybe an understanding of the offense uh they, I know they like Gary's running ability. I know Grimes is a guy that likes, you know, RPO-type plays in his offense. So, you know, maybe he fits that a little bit better. He certainly has put in the time in terms of, you know, waiting and, and serving that apprenticeship, you know, behind Charlie. So, you know, cut him loose, see what he can do. But, but in terms of a mystery, I think both – Bohannon and and Zeno and everybody on that roster in terms of the quarterback room are a mystery because we really haven't seen them play that much just bits and pieces here and there they haven't started a game so you know I think it's going to take time to see really kind of who these guys are talking with Bryce Jerry the Waco Trib and and uh and Bryce not only the quarterback has to, to get comfortable with, with, with the rest of the football team. But, you know, they've got to kind of make some decisions, you know, along the offensive line and make sure that that is, is locked in. Because we were talking about it the other day. That group of, of, of all the groups, that's got to be the one that's the most cohesive, in, in, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, you look to your quarterbacks as, uh, as you know, the guy. I mean, like I said, the leader of your team and, so, you know, that they, they're the face of the of the program, I mean, other than the head coach and and so yeah, you, you gotta have some cohesion there. What uh, what do you guys got going on for this weekend? I mean, what are what are your plans uh on opening weekend? 
So we'll be at Midway, uh, Round Rock. We'll be at, like I said, Lorena Franklin, Taylor Robinson, Waco High, West Mesquite. Uh, I'm trying to think off the top of my head, maybe Hillsboro McGregor. Uh, a lot of a lot of good games, and then you know, like I said, we still have stories. Uh, the next three days, uh, got one running tomorrow on uh, Trey Wisner out of Connolly. You talk about a uh, stud duck recruit. He's got offers from everybody right now, and and the kid's just going into his junior year. Uh, I've got a story on Bishop Riker coming for uh, Wednesday's newspaper, and then we will wrap up our preview stuff with uh, look at the defense of the La Vega Pirates, which obviously has been pretty good the last few years. Yeah, and I, I, meant, to, and, and I meant to ask, and, and I'm going to kind of circle back. We've been all over the place. I'm going to circle That's back right. to, to college football. With, with, with the ACC, the Big Ten, and the Pac-12, and this alliance, first of all, we don't know what this alliance is going to look like, but with that said, what does that look like for the Big 12? I mean, when I first heard that, I went, wow. I mean, that feels like, you know, the kid that wasn't invited to the party. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, and that's basically how these eight leftover teams in the Big 12 have felt, I think, you know, ever since OU and Texas decided they were picking up their football and, and going home or going to the SEC, you know, I mean, uh, I think it's been full scramble mode ever since for Baylor, TCU, Tech, Oklahoma State, all those teams that are left over. And, you know, it, it's kind of funny to me, not funny in a sense like ha-ha, but just weird that, um, you know, the Baylors and, and TCUs and Techs of the world aren't looked at maybe as a little bit more attractive option. Now, Ultimately, they they will have a conference home, and and that will happen. And you know, in terms of what it will look like, I mean, I I don't think Baylor knows. I don't think Bob Bowlesby knows. I don't think any of us really know right now. But if I'm guessing, if I'm just throwing out a guess today on August 23rd, I say probably some amalgam of the American Conference. You know, which if you had Baylor. TCU, Tech, Oklahoma State, and you know Memphis and and SMU and Houston and Central Florida. That's a, that's a good league. I mean, you know, and honestly, hey, you know, for uh, sports writers and broadcasters, we'll go to Memphis, eat some ribs. Uh, you know. <laughs> I mean, hey, let's let's look out for number one here. Absolutely. All right, Bryce, uh, and finally, uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. I know we, we, you and I both uh, both have a great passion for uh, for that facility, and, and they've got an induction ceremony coming up uh, on Saturday night, and what a tremendous class, uh, in, you know, that, uh, that that's included in this induction ceremony. Yeah, in fact, it's, it's really two classes. I mean, uh, now the entire 2020 class won't be able to make it. There's a there's – a, a couple of them that, you know, had conflicts. Uh, we've had, I don't know how many dates uh, Jay Black has had to uh, shift this banquet around, but obviously, you know, like everything else in 2020, the uh, Hall of Fame banquet was one of those events that, that got moved, you know, I mean, and, and got got axed. So, uh, but yes, you know, it's a, it's a great class. Um, and for me personally, I mean, I, I serve on the, uh, selection committee for the Texas Sports Hall of Fame, 
really honored to be in that group. It's a fun time every year that we have in June as we gather and hash it out, hash out the ballot. And I've been stumping for several years uh, to get Sophia Young Malcolm into the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. Congratulations. Uh, yes. <laughs> so I'm excited about that because when, when one of your nominees gets in, you get excited because uh, it was there's so many good people. To, I mean, we have a backlog. You, it, you know, you could go up and you'd say, wow, that person isn't in the – Texas Sports Hall of Fame, well, I mean, there's just a lot of really great athletes when you're talking about all the different sports that the Hall of Fame, you know, recognizes. And so, you know, it takes a while sometimes. You know, it takes a few ballots for, for some of these people to get in. But I do remember saying, look, guys, we cannot get Brittany Griner into the Hall of Fame before we get Sophia Young into the Hall of Fame because basically she was Brittany before Brittany. I mean, and 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 – they're different players, but at the same time, what she meant to that Baylor program and winning that first national championship, uh, you know, she was huge. I mean, she was the best player in the country, and so she absolutely deserved it, and, and so I'm glad that she's she's one of the ones getting her due, along with, you know, another uh, person of local interest in Derek Johnson. Bryce, as always, it's a pleasure. Thanks so much. Uh, enjoy game week, and, and we'll see you on the, on the football trail. All right. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. That is Bryce Cherry uh, for the Waco Tribune Herald. It is 10 minutes after 5. We're 510. This is the Monday edition of Game Time. And our 5 o'clock hour, by the way, is brought to you in part by VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. They're currently hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All those openings start at $17 an hour or more, and you can apply at 7601 Imperial Drive. It is the uh, it is the five o'clock edition of Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Hey everyone, with today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. If there were a rush to judgment about Garrett Gilbert being number two on the depth chart behind Dak, think again. Cooper Rush put on a good show this weekend in the loss to the Texans, and you'll hear from him after this. Whether you're getting ready to purchase a home, setting up a college fund for your kids, or preparing for retirement, you're working hard to live a life you love. And you deserve peace of mind knowing your home, loved ones, and future are protected. At SWBC, we can help you assess your personal situation and create a customized solution to make sure you're prepared for whatever life throws your way. Visit SWBC.com to learn about your mortgage, insurance, and wealth management options today. That's SWBC.com. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. The Cowboys lost to Houston 20-14 Saturday night, but it was a positive effort for backup quarterback Cooper Rush, who replaced Garrett Gilbert early in the first quarter and led the team to its only two touchdowns. Gilbert had been taking the first team reps while Dak has rehabbed his shoulder strain the past three weeks, but Rush is making a push to displace Gilbert on the depth chart. Rush spent 2017 through 19 as Dak's backup, which means he has the advantage of already working in the system of offensive coordinator Kellen Moore. 
you the good flow of how he calls the game, so you don't have to scramble your brain what's going on and stuff like that. You're really comfortable with it. Mike McCarthy said post-game his staff will need another week to make up their minds on who will be the number two QB. From Cowboys Camp at the Star, I'm Christy Scales. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Get ready for a warm evening once again here across Central Texas. We'll see clear skies with low temperatures falling to 75 degrees. It'll be mostly sunny and humid tomorrow, high of 98 with a heat index of 103. And same story on Wednesday with mostly sunny skies, a high of 98 with a heat index of 103. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any Waco Lions football on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, this is Tom Barfield, inviting you to join Darren Burrow, Coach Johnny Tucson, and me this Friday night as the Lions open the 2021 season against the Wranglers of West Mesquite High School. Our pregame show begins at 6.30. We'll have the kickoff at 7 o'clock. Following the game, it's the Friday night high school football scoreboard show presented by Southwest Sports Medicine, all right here on ESPN Central Texas. Suffer from chronic pain, whether it's neck or back, arthritis, migraines, or any part of your body, it doesn't have to be that way. Dr. Rao Ali is a board certified pain specialist that offers his services to Central Texans from Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsboro. He can find the best treatment to help you improve daily function and increase your quality of life. Call Dr. Rao Ali for an appointment, 469 562 4188. That number again, 469 562 4188. And uh, the uh, Cowboy Report, by the way, is brought to you by Dr. Rao Ali. If you, uh, if you or a loved one suffer from chronic pain, it doesn't have to be that way. Dr. Rao Ali of Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsboro, Hillsboro is, board certi- is a board-certified pain specialist. Call Dr. Ali today at 469-562-4188. Your body needs essential nutrients to keep you healthy and feeling good. While these nutrients are found in the food we eat, most adults don't get everything they need through diet alone. That's where Cooper Complete comes in. Visit coopervitaminquiz.com and take the vitamin needs assessment. When you do, you'll not only find the right supplements for you, you'll get 10% off your next purchase. That's coopervitaminquiz.com for 10% off Cooper for complete supplements and the knowledge you need to fill the nutrient gaps left by your diet. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. The offensive line was intact for the first time and Cooper Rush made a case for himself at backup quarterback with two long drives ending in touchdown passes, but the Cowboys still fell to the Texans 20-14 in the dress rehearsal. Monday Night Football returns tonight as Jacksonville is at New Orleans. Kickoff is at 7 o'clock on ESPN. The Bader Bears have QB1. The Bears announced yesterday that Gary Bohannon is the starting quarterback going into the season opener with Texas State. The Houston Astros take the series with the Mariners over the weekend 2-1. Astros start a series with the Royals tonight, 7-10 first pitch. Yesterday's game between the Texas Rangers and the Boston Red Sox was postponed because of the tropical storm. That game will be made up this afternoon and you can hear it on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. Sixteen after five, five sixteen. Drive safe, load your way home. This is game time here on a Monday afternoon. Uh, we were uh, 
talking about high school football and mentioned the uh, and then also mentioned the uh, Texas Sports Hall of Fame induction banquet. When uh, one of those being inducted is Derek Johnson. Don't forget the uh, Derek Johnson Classic for uh, high school football is coming up at Waco ISD Stadium. It's going to be September the third when the Lions take on the Hippos of Hutto and. The uh, the uh, 1986 Waco High football team and Coach Johnny Tusa will be honored uh, at that game on September the 3rd. And uh, they'll have a meet and greet over at Walk-Ons uh, on uh, the, the uh, Thursday evening, September the 2nd, uh, starting at 6 p.m. So it should be a lot of fun and uh, look forward to it. Uh, speaking of Johnny Tusa, he will be working with us on all of those Waco High broadcast, with the exception of one, and it would be that one when he is honored uh, at the uh, Waco ISD Stadium. So I look forward to that. All right. Uh, Ward, we mentioned earlier today at, at the uh, top of the show, we was talking Baylor football. The Bears, as uh, we mentioned, are going to uh, they're going to treat this week like game week, and, as if they were playing or getting ready to, to play an opponent, and I'm going to assume they're going to prepare as if they're playing the Texas State Bobcats. And I, that will be an interesting week. As classes begin, they're, they're just getting everybody back into, or for some ca- in some cases, into for the first time, mm-hmm. that rhythm of what it looks like from going to school, going to practice, preparing for the game, and then playing the game. Right, and you want to get into the habit of being able to do that and get on the field of doing, you know, where game day is not just a complete fire drill trying to get everybody in the right spot and trying to get everybody lined up and make sure the sidelines is correct. I mean, they'll go through everything they have to do on the sidelines. Everything that you are going to do on game day, they'll go through that on Saturday and make sure that everybody knows where they're supposed to be. You mentioned the uh, the new offense when when we were talking to Bryce Cherry. Mm Mm-hmm. Coach Aranda was asked if the if the new offense if if the offense is grasping the new offense. I'm able to be in a lot of those staff meetings, and then I'm also able to be in the team meetings or, or in the uh, offensive team meetings. And I think Coach has got a great hold of those guys. I think they believe in them. They listen to them. You know, I think the the words that he's telling there, I think is, they're taken to heart, and so they're you know. I was talking with uh, with Xavier and with Connor Galvin today, and they were going and and, Con- and you know Xavier was saying since he's been here, they had, had, he hasn't been on an offense that's this close to kind of tipping over to the side of um, of being um, of being fully what they're capable of, and so that was cool for him to say. I think you know um, that w- wasn't really uh, needled or or um, positioned by me in any way, and so. You know that just to me that speaks to uh, Mateos and Grimes and Sean and Stuck and Juice and the work that they've done to uh, connect with those guys. Dave Rana talking about the offense. Now you've been a part of coaching staffs and in, in implementing a a new system. What's that like for those players? And how long does it take? I mean, are are you able to get it done in one spring and in, in one fall camp? I mean. Is, is everything in place, or are they still going to be putting things in as this year unfolds? Well, they'll still be putting things in. You can't install a complete offense in, in one spring and get into the fall camp and be able to do and do everything that you need to do correctly. What you want to do if you're installing, especially a, a complex offense, you have to get the basis down, and then you can start 
going out the branches uh, of what you need to do in that offense and add things here because certain things in that offense will go against, you know, a three-man front or a four-man front or, you know, are they running the secondary? Do they run a lot of man? Do they run a lot of uh, cloud coverage or things like that? So you have to, you know, install as you go along because if you try to install it all, you're never going to grasp it all. So you get the basics down and you get most of it kind of installed where you're comfortable with the offense. But then when you start game planning for each individual team, you can install a little bit more here and there and, and, and run through it. But the basics will be done, and there will be some other installs that you have to do along the way. And, and they'll add wrinkles throughout, throughout the process of it. So uh, it, it's a learning process as you go through, especially with the new staff, you know, a complete new offense or a complete new defense. I mean, you, you look at the Cowboys with Dan Quinn in that defense. I mean, they haven't they haven't installed all that defense on on that side. I'm sure as of yet. I mean, there's still going to be some things that they have to do along the way. And I think one of the things that I was thinking about uh, today, uh, for Bohan from a Bohannon's position, mm -hmm. is they've got to make sure that he's not looking over his shoulder. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. They got to make sure. And, and that would be, I mean, that's human nature. Hey, look, I just was in a very competitive battle for the starting job. Mm -hmm. If I have a couple of bad practices, am I out of there? You know, so they've got to make sure that he knows that this is his football team and, and just go play football. Uh, yeah, I would think that you want that guy comfortable, don't you? Yes, absolutely. I mean, you, you want him back there saying this is my football team. Absolutely. You want him to be in those situations and have that confidence. And that's part of the reason why you named him as a starter, because he carries that. And, and if he has a bad play or or a bad series, that he's not, you know, the head's not on a swivel looking around, or, you know, are they getting somebody loose? Or the, you know, you, you want him to feel comfortable. Hey, look, I'm going to go play the game, and I'm going to play it to the very best of my ability, and, and I'm going to, you know, and I'm going to be the guy that they call on for the next series, the mm -hmm. next quarter, the next game. Absolutely, I'm the, I'm the guy, and. and you know, so and again, it is. It's human nature to 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 look around and go, "Hey, look, I'm I'm you know, it, it's I'm struggling." Better not screw this up, right? Yeah. Instead of so, instead of playing loose and relaxed and with confidence, you're you're kind of playing passive, and and you don't want that to happen. No, absolutely not. You want him to be able to stand back there and and have complete command of the offense and you know command of the team. I mean, he's the natural leader of this team, so. You want him feeling confident in everything that he does. And that, you know, that's from you know getting the play in from the sideline to making the call in the huddle or being at the line of scrimmage and checking down. Whatever he does, he has to have complete confidence in himself. And, and look, those guys are disappointed that they didn't, you know, Zeno, and that they didn't get the job. But now their job is to be prepared to play if they if, if called upon. And Absolutely. if they need to play. And, and also to be there for that guy because that guy is their teammate. Well, and that, and I, you know, as Bryce mentioned too, I imagine that you know there's going to be a little bit of looking at both of them because just because you name him as your starter, that that's all well and good, mm -hmm. but he hadn't played underneath the lights yet. It changes, right. it just does. So you know they're going to play them both underneath the lights and let them and find out what's going on. Do you? Th so I mean, so do you think there's a possibility that uh, there's a scripted set of plays for Zeno in the Texas State game? Probably. Yeah, absolutely. I think there probably will be. And none of us will know when that is. No. 
No. And, and we don't need to. No. But I mean We'd like to know. Yeah. We'd <laughs> like to, but I would I would think that they, they do plan on finding a way to get him in the game and, and find out, okay, here's what we're gonna do right in, in this series and, and put him in and see what he does underneath the light. They want to see both of them underneath the lights. No, and I get that. And here's the thing you gotta we all gotta remember. You know, the Cowboys get four preseason games to figure out their quarterback situation. High schools get a couple of scrimmages and in at least one scrimmage and in some cases two scrimmages. You get none when it when it comes to college football. No. So you, don't. you have to use some of these non conference games to kind of figure some things out. And you're right. I, I think it would behoove them to let both guys play. I yeah. don't know that you could play all three. No. But I think you I think your number two guys you need could get some snaps. He has to. And, and so that way he's if called upon and you know, not many teams are able to go through a season without needing that backup quarterback in some shape, form or fashion. And at some point in the season you're probably right. They they may you know, knock on wood that nothing happens to either one of them, but you may have to call upon them. All right, uh, so 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 Bohannon is your starter as the Bears prepare this week for Texas State, and of course next week will be game week, and and uh, we should be uh, we, we I'm looking forward to it. Uh, we're going to be down in San Marcos for our pregame show, our uh, Baylor tailgate show. So look forward to that uh, as the Bears get ready for Texas State in a couple of weeks. Right now we're going to take a second. We're going to talk about Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They've been serving Central Texas since 1943. Pioneer Steel and Pipe has had the same ownership, same family-operated business, covering four generations, Generations, which is, you know, it's a rarity in today's business environment. We're talking about the, the Emory's, and, and now Braden's at the helm and, and guiding, uh, guiding the Pioneer Steel and Pipe uh, on, the, on a day-to-day basis. Pioneer Steel and Pipe uh, has built their reputation one customer at a time, and, and their objective is to make that customer and make the customer's leave satisfied with their buying experience. They're Central Texas's largest structural steel pipe and metal building components distributor. They also stock American-made grade 60 rebar, 3-8 inch to 3-4 inch. Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They've got locations in Bryan and also in Waco at 913 South Loop Drive and Orchard Lane. They're open Monday through Friday, 730 till 5, and Saturdays, 8 until noon. Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Check them out online at Pioneer Boys. 527, time now for the uh, our first edition, our first installment of the uh, Baylor Sports Beat. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. Everybody beginning a new school year with our Baylor Sports Beat. Today we'll look at Baylor football, soccer, and volleyball. The new year underway. That's straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Parenting is full of surprises. You never know what to expect. So after our son was born, I called my Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent to set up a life insurance policy in case something happened to me. Sawyer is now two. And we'll soon have a sister. There's no one else I would trust with protecting my family. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com for an agent you can trust with life's most important decisions. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Keep up with Baylor soccer all season on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Baylor Football. Welcome to Toyota's national sales event. Thanks, Jen. You know, I've been waiting to get a great deal on a new Toyota all year. 
Great deals are kind of our thing. Right now, we've got exciting offers on our lineup of 2021s, like Camry, Corolla, RAV4, Tacoma. Oh, wait, look at that Highlander. Jen, do you mind watching Chance? Oh, um, okay. Thanks, Jen. You're the best. Listen, Chance, I run a tight ship around here, so I don't want any funny business. Aw, who's a good boy? <laughs> Toyota's national sales event is on, but these offers won't last long. Visit your participating Toyota dealer today. No chance, that's a display. It's not real grass. Right now, qualified lessees can lease a new 2021 Tundra Special Edition for only $4.19 a month for 24 months with $29.99 due at signing. Toyota, let's go places. Visit toyota.com for details. Offers available in select states and N9721. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And back on today's Baylor Sports Beat, our inaugural edition for the 2021-2022 school year. The Baylor athletic schedule has already begun. Baylor soccer with a couple of matches under their belt over the weekend. First a 1-0 loss at Minnesota on Thursday evening, then a bounce back 4-0 victory over North Dakota State on Sunday afternoon. Here is soccer coach Paul Jobson. Well, I think all in all, we walk away from opening week weekend learning a lot of lessons, and probably some of them are learned the hardest, which is that, you know, that first match where you come out flat, you know, really in the first um, 15 minutes or so of that match and uh you know they were more ready than us uh to compete so you know against good teams you're gonna you're gonna give up a go right away so especially on the road so i think we learned that lesson and turned it around and did much better uh, at the beginning of this match here on sunday um to show that we hopefully learned that lesson so we've learned some learned some hard lessons but also show that we can play and we're resilient and that um we've got we've got a really good team Paul Johnson and Baylor soccer one and one on the season. Their home opener comes up Thursday evening against Nebraska at Betty Lou Mays Field. They'll also host SMU this upcoming Sunday. Meanwhile, Baylor volleyball begins their new season this week, coming off a 3-1 exhibition finale win over Texas A&M. Volleyball number 10 in the nation opens against Wisconsin in their tournament this Friday evening. And it's 12 days away from Baylor football season opener against Texas State September 4th in San Marcos. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2021. Prescott in the gun. They blitz. Only heard here. here. Deep ball by Prescott. Man all along at the goal line. CD Lamb. All season. 43 yards. A touchdown and a touchdown dance. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Jacksonville Jaguars, live from AT&T Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Don't miss the Cowboys in Jacksonville, Sunday at 11 on ESPN Central Texas. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a Thai manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco, to apply. 
At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Richard Carr, Buick GMC Cadillac. The offensive line was intact for the first time, and Cooper Rush made a case for himself at backup quarterback with two long drives ending in touchdown passes, but the Cowboys still fell to the Texans 20-14 in the dress rehearsal. Time for the grand bag on game time. All right, 5.33, let's uh, jump into the grab bag. Ward, over the weekend, Miguel Cabrera belted his career 500th home run to join that Pretty club. Pretty good. Yeah, it's, that's not too shabby. Not too shabby at all. And I'm just looking at some of the numbers. Uh, it, it's amazing. He is uh, His 311 career batting average ranks fifth among the other 28 guys that have hit 500. There's only 29 guys in baseball that have hit 500 home runs. That's a milestone. Yeah, unbelievable. You know, he won the batting title in 2011, 2012, 2013, and 2015. How many guys, you know, sluggers, you, that's what they do. They they hit a home run or, or, or you know, it's, it's leave the yard or bust. You know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But he's a complete player. I mean, this guy hit for average, hit for power. He's old school. Yeah. The only right-handed hitters with 500 home runs and a 300 or better batting average are Manny Ramirez, Hank Aaron, Willie Mays, Frank Thomas, and now Miguel Cabrera. Wow. That's, I mean, come on. That's pretty cool, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. Cabrera's four batting titles ties in with some dude named Ted Williams (laughs) <laughs> for the for the most among members of the 500 home run club, pretty good company. And he's not a guy that you just, you know, when you start going superstars. I mean, it, you know, just comes floating out of your mouth. M- Miguel Cabrera is not one of those guys, and I, I guess he just quietly went about his business. Well, longevity had a lot to do with it too. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, and I'll tell you what's cool. He did it on the road. For, you know, he's a Detroit Tiger, and he did it on the road in Toronto to a standing ovation in Toronto mm-hmm. and then a curtain call by the fans in Toronto. How cool is that? That's great. You'd like to have baseball fans that know the game and appreciate the game. Absolutely. So good stuff there. Uh, I think John mentioned this on the uh, Baylor Sports Beat, but uh, Baylor soccer did bounce back on Sunday. Coach uh, Paul Jobson's team picked up their um, their first victory of the year. They're now 1-1 one one with a 4-0 victory over South Dakota State. That is career win number 90 for Paul Jobson. So uh, Baylor soccer picking up the uh, the win there. So good stuff for, uh, for the Baylor soccer team. Let's see, what else do we have here? Uh, and we mentioned this uh, at the top of the show, but uh, and there is Monday Night Football, by the way, tonight. You got Jacksonville, the Cowboys' next opponent, mm-hmm. taking on the Saints 
is the Saints still trying to figure out who their quarterback is going to be. Yeah, that's is interesting. Is it Winston? I, I, I thought going in it would be, but I I don't know. They're, they haven't. They haven't said that it's his team to take over yet, have they? Nope. So, uh, I was just looking here, and we were talking about COVID-19. Tennessee Titans head coach, COVID-19. Auburn Tigers new head coach, COVID-19. It, it, it just, just doesn't bode well, does it? No. just does not bode well. And, and then, as we mentioned, the uh, Big Ten, ACC, and Pac-12 are expected to formally announce an alliance – between those three leagues, sometime, I guess this week, they, you know, when this came out, it was seven to ten days. So I think it would be, you know, if, if that's on target, mm-hmm. it is sometime this week. And, again, I don't know what that looks like. I don't, I'm not sure that everybody in those three conferences know exactly what it looks like, uh, that, that alliance. But here's what I do know. And, and, and it's, just, it's just the way it feels. It just feels Bad for the Big Twelve, in my opinion. I I, I do too. I don't know what it's going to look like and when they come out and how they're going to do it. But I mean, it seems like they're aligning themselves for bigger and better things. And you know, the Big Twelve is sitting on the outside looking in. They, they it, it does. It feels like the conference has just been you know kicked to the curb. You're not invited to our party. Mm-hmm. SEC has went and got Texas and Oklahoma. So our little group is full. Uh, the ACC, Pac-12, and Big Ten, they've decided to have their little party. So their group is full. But where big, does that leave you? Where does that leave the other eight the other eight schools in the Big 12 conference? I mean, and again, we may be making a lot more of this alliance, but it just feels that way. And all the other things that have gone on over the last couple of weeks well, it just tells makes me, it feel that way. Well, it tells me the Pac-12 and the ACC and the Big Ten don't have a lot of confidence in the Big 12 being able to stay together. Right. I mean, and that's what we were talking about last week. So the commissioner of the Pac-12 and the commissioner of the Big 12 get together and have a conversation, and what comes out of there? They, An alliance between the Big Ten, ACC, and the Pac-12. That's what and, came and out they're of not there. And Im- they're not invited because the fact is they feel like that that – this thing is going to splinter apart because Texas and NOU are going to say, we'll see you later before 2025. I, I still believe that's going to happen no matter what. But somebody's going to blink. And when they blink, it's going to splinter apart this conference and it's no longer going to be a viable conference. And somehow, some way, Bob Bowlesby, the commissioner of this league, has got to try to keep those eight together. There's g- – I don't see it. Well, and I get what you're saying, but I'm saying that's the only. I know. I, the, I agree. The unity the, thing the, has got to be, you know. That's the only way it's going to happen, but I just, I don't see it happening. The only reason I do is because I don't think any of the major conferences are adding any of the eight teams. I just don't think that any of the eight teams I bring enough so. value to them to go back to their TV partners, like to get that much more a year, whether it's $35 million a year for the for the Pac-12 or 50-something million for the Big Ten, they just don't add that much value. I, I, I think somebody's going to blink and go to another conference just to say, we better go somewhere or it's not going to be here. If the offer's there, I think you're right. The question is, is the offer going to be there, and what league would that be? I don't, I don't know it the It better be that. one of the power leagues uh, or, or you're spinning your wheels. Mm-hmm. I mean, they can, you know, they can go find three or four I think, 
Oh, it, they it, could. Yeah, they could go get Houston. They could go get Cincinnati. They tomorrow. could get FAU. They could go get, you know, name three or four more in, in that Florida, you know, yeah. SMU. Invite them in. Whoever you want to, and they could. They could form a conference, and it would be a fun conference to watch. Make no mistake about it. But does it appease it the television not, people? No. That's the bottom line. It does not. No. It, it, and, and I think that's what we were talking about last week is, you know, if you could hold the thing together and, and add a few, then you still might have a seat at the table. It may not your, – your television deal may not look – as attractive as it once did, but would you still have a seat at the table? There's a possibility you would. But you, the only way that that happens is you figure out a way to hold this thing together. And I'm like you. Uh, I, think the, if there's, I think the first real viable offer, ADOs, <laughs> whoever that is. you know. Right, because you, now schools are going, uh-oh, we didn't get invited to this little powwow. Right. We better start looking. Yeah, and I understand, you know, and, and I asked the and question. I get it. And I asked the question last week: Why weren't they? Why weren't? If there's strength in numbers, there's eight more Division One. I, I I feel like that the other conferences look at it and go, that thing no ain't holding deal. together. That yeah. thing ain't holding together. We don't need to invite them in because what we do then, when they split apart, we gotta ask them to join one of these conferences. Now they don't have to with their alliance. And again, I don't. We don't know what that alliance looks like. It it, it may be a scheduling alliance. It may be a voting. Yeah, it as may not one be a big alliance. deal at all. It may not be a big deal at all, or it may be something huge. I mean, you just don't know until they make it public. But uh, it, they didn't have a problem with that information getting out that they were having this alliance. Let me just say that. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. But it just didn't. Feel right. I do think it's a big deal that the Big 12 is not involved no, in it. No, I agree. That's what I was just about to say. It, it, just it feels may not be a big deal of what they come up with, but just not getting a seat at the table right. is a big deal. No, you go sit over here. With, you know, uh, The grown-ups are going to eat lunch over here. You go sit over there. Th- that's exactly what it feels like. And it may not be that way, but perception's reality. Mm-hmm. A- and that's what it feels like. All right, uh, 543. We're 17 away from six. Let's talk about Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend of the car business, and the uh, sponsor of this very program. Uh, they're located at 201 West Loop 340, just down from Highway 84. It's uh, one of the hottest months of the year in Texas, so Alan Samuels is turning up the heat, making the hottest deals around on the new lineup of Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, and Ram vehicles, including the 2021 Ram 1500 Quad Cap Lone Star Edition with total values of $62.50, or you can get 2.9% financing for 72 months plus an additional $2,000 in bonus cash. That's why Ram truck owners are the most loyal to the brand. Check them out today. Uh, They're at... uh, 201 West Loop 340, or you can check them out online at alansamuelsdcj.com. That's alansamuelsdcj.com. Ted Teagan in the group waiting to work with you and make a great deal for you at Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. Baylor football lives here. Slipping one man. It's Snead. He's into the end zone. Wow, what a move. Shotgun. He's pressured, and he's down. Hit by Bernard. He's ready. Pass is caught. Touchdown, Bears. Snaps intercepted. This will be a pick six into the end zone. Oh, he's got Abner for a touchdown. Listen all season long on your home for Bears football. ESPN Central Texas.
This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. Ah, music to our ears. Just like the words of Deidre and Dave, real customers who decided to give Good Feet Arch Supports a try with a free fitting and test walk. The pain would shoot up my heels. I would tiptoe out of bed because my heels hurt so badly. The pain level was over 10, and my doctor recommended that I go to Good Feet and try the Arch Supports. When I went to the Good Feet store, I had a free consultation. They allowed me to try on the Arch Supports. And took about three, four steps, turned around and went and sat back down and started to cry. It was the first time that I had no pain. See how our trusted specialists and personally fit arch supports can help with foot, knee, hip, and back pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. Corporate retirement has a lot of moving parts, and putting together a thorough plan takes careful preparation. I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. I've spent a lot of time thinking about retirement planning from the perspective of employees and employers. We'd like to build a relationship with you and help you chart a path toward your financial goals. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. limited time refinance your vehicle and have 90 days with zero payments only at genco fcu refinancing lowers your rate and you pay less for your car you can't pass on rates as low as 1.75 percent for 48 months apply online today annual percentage rate subject to change without notice subject to credit approval membership eligibility and loan policies go to GencoFCU.org. ncua equal housing lender my money my future my credit union genco Texas consumers are shopping again. Is your business ready? Eminem Broadcaster's unique mix of music and sports genres reach thousands of listeners in Central Texas, including your potential customers. Market your business today and see your business grow. Call Eminem Broadcasters today at 254-772-0930. 254-772-0930. That's 254-772-0930. Or email to info at mmbwaco.com. Five forty-seven, thirteen away from six. If you're just joining us again, the uh, Rangers lose in extras today, eight to four. Now they move on to take on the uh, Cleveland Indians uh, in Cleveland, and we'll have the game for you tomorrow night at uh, six o'clock, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Ward uh, Monday Night Football mm-hmm. returning tonight. Yes. Are you uh, Are you going to participate in watching said Monday Night Football game? Absolutely. <laughs> It doesn't matter, does it? No, nope. it just doesn't matter. I, I, you know, I, I want to, but I just struggle watching, <laughs> especially when I know. Okay, they're not. I mean, you could, you could tell like Saturday night, the the energy in the building wasn't exactly the energy in the building that you're going to get in two weeks. No, it wasn't. But I, I like watching the guys fighting for a roster spot, and, and you know, a lot of those guys are not going to land on a roster and look they may not even be playing for whatever team they're on right now they're mm-hmm. playing for the rest of the to just get on film for the rest of, of the nfl and just in case they get released that somebody else 
if nothing else, picks him up for a practice squad. And that's one of the things that uh, Dave Aranda was talking about uh, that's going to be happening this week. I know the the big answer, the big question, rather, was answered with uh, Gary Bohannon being named the starting quarterback. But there's other jobs that are up for grabs on this Baylor football team as sure. they get ready for Texas State down in San Marcos uh, a week from Saturday. And, and so, you know, putting, as he mentioned, putting that together is paramount this week as they try to get, you know, things lined up and in place moving forward. So this is a mm-hmm. big week for Baylor football. Oh, it is. There's no doubt. They've got a lot of questions to answer and a lot of things to get done before they get to kickoff. And going through the process, again, what he was talking about, uh, they're they're going to treat this week, and I guess class started today, didn't it? Uh, I think so. I, I'm yeah, not sure. I think it did. Uh, so they're going to they're gonna treat this week just like they would treat normal game week. Game four of the year, uh, you know, whatever the case may be. Uh, the, the, you know, it's it's about going to class, then coming over and going through your team meetings and, and you know, and going through your individual things that you do and then prepping and, and going out mm-hmm. and going out and, and going through it, uh, going through your Monday, going through your whatever, you know, whatever, whatever Monday looks like in the week of Texas State's today look like it. Right. And whatever Tuesday looks like, the week of Texas State, it looks like it today. And, mm-hmm. and that's what they're doing this week. And I, I think it's a pretty good concept. Oh, absolutely. you you got to do those type of things and, you know, make sure that they're ready to go, get on the bus and, and head to Texas State and be ready to play. And nothing is a surprise to them. Do you and, – and I know it's hard not to, but do you look back at last season and go, okay – what does this season look like compared to last season? Is it even fair to do that with all of the things that they didn't get to do because of COVID nineteen? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, you, at the end of the day, it is what it is. Yeah, and I, I, I think a lot of a lot of people want to just say, okay, that doesn't count. Just throw that out the window because of everything that went into last season. And you hear that from a lot of people that. Yeah, everybody gets a pass. Let's start right here. But I think you have to take a little bit of it into consideration. Well, and and I agree with you. I mean, you have to learn from and, – and I think he did. I mean, he, he clearly went, this is not the offense that this group can do. Uh, we're going to go do something different. And right. that's when he brought in Coach Grimes. So, sure. yeah, I agree with you there. All right, that, that is going to do it for us. Uh, thanks for calling. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Jay Black and Bryce Chair for being on the program. Uh, John Morris has got the Big 12 Blitz coming up in about 10 seconds, and then we'll see you tomorrow at 4 o'clock here on ESPN Central Texas. This is the Spectrum Big 12 Blitz, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference football. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 football on today's Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. Coming up, the announcement Baylor fans have been looking for came via social.